Want to see more of our heroes? Check out the Otherware crossover with Protean City Comics. Cat, Gwent, and Mystic take a wrong turn somewhere between dimensions and find themselves in the middle of someone else's storyline. Three trusty multiverse drifters and one exceedingly well-prepared new asset versus mysterious cloak-wearing construction workers. What could possibly go wrong? Follow the link in the episode description to listen, and stay tuned to Otherware to see just how this digression fits with the rest of the crew's adventures. What if someone told you there isn't just one world? What if they told you that your reality isn't the only one? What if they said that there are infinite realities, infinite Earths, infinite versions of yourself, and all just a little bit different? What if they gave you the chance to explore them all? Welcome to Otherware, and welcome to our heroes. Pete Beck, a.k.a. Aaron Riley, former supervillain and social media celebrity, drifts in from Rancho Paseo Prime, where he's trying to step out from under his own shadow and forge a new future. Juniper Junie Haraway, an inexperienced sorceress with explosive magic, drifts in from Rancho Paseo Prime, where the loss of her grandfather and his magical expertise makes spell-slinging as the superhero mystic all the more challenging. Catherine Cat Slain II, a seasoned dimension traveler and daughter of the supervillain Transition, drifts in from Dimension 78341, Arcadia, an apocalyptic world being overtaken by supervillains. Phantom, formerly Noah Wilson, the ghost-like dimensional traveler, drifts in from Dimension 16209, a beautiful nature's paradise that evolved from a terrible world disaster. Quintessential hero, the naturally blue-haired, not a protagonist, drifts in from Rancho Paseo Prime, a world where he's trying to live a normal life surrounded by far too many heroes, villains, and expectations. Rainy Woodrose Sunrise, a corporate-created hero, drifts in from World 60910, where superheroics are televised, sponsored, and largely risk-free. A grayscale ribbon twines against the rainbow of the multiverse. Come closer. Silhouettes of skyscrapers, a skyline made of straight lines and right angles, a world in black and white. Then explosions, echoing through the glass streets and concrete canyons, breaking over steel beams and shattering on the black surfaces of streets. Explosions and a shower of sparks raining down over the city. Fireworks blooming against the night sky like electric flowers painting the buildings and streets in blue and purple and red and gold for just a minute, bringing the gray world alive. So the camera comes up on basically a scene of chaos in a very narrow hallway. There's our heroes on one side and a team of about four or five Aegis troopers on the other side. They're all wearing full, uh, look like they just came in from training. You had broken in fine, and then there were these guys that weren't where they were supposed to be. So we're in the middle of y'all taking on four fully armed, but about your size ages troops. They do appear to be about the same age as all of you guys as well. So they're teens. How, talk to me about how you guys fight. Do you fight? Do you run? Basically, you walked around a corner straight into this, this group of guys that you didn't expect to be there. I really don't think this is a group that likes to run. 
so Quint is actually still walking super casually, and I'm going to just walk down that hallway while I am emphatically, empathetically projecting fear into these guys. I don't know if you want me to roll for that. Yes, please, since we're doing the fighting thing. I think that's going to be your powers, though, Freak. Unless you want to... Well, hmm. <laughs> Directly engage, I can try and take away their will to fight. Yeah, do that. Is there any way I can enhance this role with my powers if I'm still with them? Oh, speaking of which, we actually should do the team thing since we're actually going into a fight. Okay, so who do you guys feel like is the leader of this team right now? Probably Kat. She was the one that uh, I was taking the lead with the planning and everything. Uh-oh. Sure. You guys comfortable with that? Yeah, Fanta is fine following Kat. Kat, do you have influence over everyone on the team? No. Do you guys have the same purpose? What are you, what are you guys here to do? Get the thing, get out. Yeah, get the thing. Get the thing, get out. Get the thing and get out. All the get same purpose. Yep. I mean, to be fair, feedback's got an additional goal, but its central goal is the same. Do any of you guys mistrust Kat? No. Nope. Nice. If I had reservations, this is not the time for them. We uh, we got to work together to get out of this. That is very surprising. You guys are, bo- are well prepared and ready to take this on, so I don't have to remove anything. So you guys are going into this fight with five team. Excellent. All right. So go ahead and roll directly engage for what Quint's doing here. All right. Let's see how this works. That is an eight. What I'm thinking of doing is getting everybody's rolls and then have you all describe your actions as the giant melee, if that's cool with you. No, I mean, tell me what you're doing. Well, impress, surprise, or frighten is right there what it says on the tin. I want to frighten them as I'm just walking towards them slowly, projecting this fear. And the the panel switches to their view and they just see a monster uh, walking down the hallway. Nice. So we have Quint actually keeping point on this right now. What is Kat doing? Kat's very sort of direct. So she's just going to like, as soon as she turns the hallway, sees them, uh, just going to teleport right into her mitts and smash one of her face with her spear. Wait, directly engage. Ooh. Damn it. Nice. Too high. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's your choices from your list? She's going to resist or avoid their blows. Mm-hmm. And frighten the opposition. Mm. Okay. So I, I see from behind Quint Cat just disappearing and then reappearing in their midst and decking one of them. Awesome. How about feedback? What are you up to? When I see Quint walking forward, do I have an idea of what you're doing? Like, have you told us kind of what your gimmick is? <laughs> My gimmick. <laughs> it's not a gimmick. Sorry, wrestling terminology. <laughs> I mean, Quint understands. This is him. Yeah, I'll make sure that they're afraid of us. Just do your things. Feedback is going to help with that. Just the lights on his LED are going to pulse up. His mask is going to start glowing. He's going to like lean forward and this sound is going to come out of his mouth. It's his voice but distorted and amplified, and it just says, that is an 11. Okay, so exactly like, awesome, yay. Okay, so we've got some amplified fear happening here. What about Mystic? What are you doing? I'm charging my burn first. Okay, please roll for that. I missed. All right, so potential. So on a miss, you do hold two burn, but you mark three conditions. I think I'm more nervous than I thought I was going to be. So I'm going to mark afraid. Mm-hmm. And then I know that I'm supposedly very strong, but I'm not showing it. So I'm going to mark guilty. And then I get to mark one more. And I think I'm also going to mark hopeless because I'm not sure how I can help now that I've already messed up so bad in the first fight. So what does it look like when you actually, you fail? Are you overcharging? Are you undercharging? What, what happens to your, like, what does it look like with your magic? I think here... 
I mean, with the stuff I've been saying, I think it's just, like, I'm not feeling as, like, strong as I think I should be. Mm. So maybe you have your flickering around you? Yeah. Okay, so you've charged up your burn, and are you just kind of holding behind them, or are you going to act right away? Yeah, I was waiting to see what other people were doing, but I think that I'm, like, just caught so off guard that I'm just standing behind everyone, like, at the ready, but not mm-hmm. doing anything until I see how it plays out with everyone else. God, I can see that, like, Scarlet Witch pose where you're standing with your hands out and magic ripples. So what about Phantom? What are you doing? Phantom's already invisible, so they're going to come mm-hmm. up behind one of the uh, people and take the gun out of their hand and bash them over the head with it. Nice. Directly engage, please. And I want to use my move, the littlest space bandit. When you directly engage a threat that underestimates you, I assume they underestimate you. Very. Yeah, you're uh, You will plus superior instead of plus yeah. danger. That's a full hit. Nice. I am going to avoid or resist their blows. And then I'm going to take something from this uh, guy, which is his uh, conscious state of being able to knock him out. <laughs> So the way this looks is uh, there's this squad of four Aegis Troopers that come around the corner and they don't you don't expect them, but they don't expect you either. So for a minute, you both freeze and then Quint steps up with that whole fear aura. You can all visibly see the troopers like get smaller. And then in very rapid succession, Kat's in the middle of them and Phantom's stealing a gun. And one guy is out with the gun to the back of the head. And one guy is, uh, Kat, you were trying to knock him out, right? Yep. Yeah, the second guy gets hit and flies across the hall, slams into the, the wall and then slides down and is clearly unconscious as well. The remaining two guys are kind of like, oh shit, what the fuck? And you can see one scrabbling for, they're not speaking, but you can see him scrabbling for some sort of communicator, like a walkie-talkie on his chest. Uh, Kat is going to poke that with her spear. Got it. Um, are you going to use, like, I know you have, it's a technopath spear, so are you doing technomagic? She's just stabbing it. (laughs) (laughs) You just going to kill this guy? No, she's going to kill the radio. I think I actually want you to roll for that one, just directly engage. (laughs) What it looks like is her whipping around and just jabbing the spear at this guy. That's what you guys are all seeing. Yep. Okay, uh, what what are you going to choose here? Take something from them, their radio. Perfect. You actually impale the radio and are able to pull the spear back with the radio on it, which is sort of has jerked out of the guy's hand. And he's pretty ready to go down too. Uh, the, the fourth member, he's not unconscious or like hurt or anything, but he's clearly freaked out. The last guy, um, Phantom, you're invisible, right? Yes. The last guy is sort of stops and stares at all of you and then goes into a fighting stance like he's going to try to take you on all by himself. Cool. I'm going to knee him in the face. Nice. Specifically, I'm going to run at him, unleash a blast below me to propel me up and then drive my knee into his face. Ooh, lovely. Directly engage. That is a natural 12. Shit. Okay. I'm never going to level up. (laughs) (laughs) So you got two options on your lovely little list here. I'm going to resist or avoid his blows, and mm-hmm. I'm going to probably frighten him just because I'm driving my knee through. He's, he's wearing a helmet, right? Yeah, he is wearing a helmet. I am breaking his helmet inwards. Oh, I just, I love you so much right now, just so you know. You fly up between your knee and the effects of your sound wave. The helmet 
actually cracks right up the center and then a bunch of spider web cracks run across the the faceplate and then it falls away and phantom you're looking into your own face and he of course falls backwards and is unconscious on the ground bleeding profusely from the nose phantom floats down to look at their other self well this me deserve this this is what you get for being a bastard would you guys happen to have the same biometrics maybe check them for any like id cards or anything might be useful Oh, so actually, um, none of you guys will know. The only Phantom's the only one that'll recognize this person. Actually, Junie, Junie, Mystic would know recognize this guy as Noah too. So you're gonna see Noah from your world. I don't think the rest of you guys would know this guy. I mean, I mean, I'm actually gonna go back because I noticed Judy's power is kind of flickering. I'm just gonna go back, just kind of clap her shoulder and be like, "Hey, breathe. We got this. See that? Easy, easy as shit. We got this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Should I roll for comfort or support? Yes, please. All right. Um, that is a dirty 12. Uh, so you can mark potential clear a condition or shift your labels if they open up to you. So you're gonna t- are you going to tell him anything about why you're so upset? I think. I'm trying to decide if she wants to be like, let's just keep going, or if, she, if she's going to be like, let's just keep going, or if she's going to say something like waste time here in this hallway. But Either way is fun. <laughs> I guess she's just going to be like, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I guess it's just new place jitters. I don't know. I, I'm just feeling a lot of emotions right now. And yeah, I, let's just keep going. I think I, I think I got this. I know you got this. Extends for the wub wub bump. And she fist bumps back. <laughs> I think Phantom is going to search their other self's body. They're, they're going to put the body up against the wall, take the helmet off. Are, they, are these guys armed? They have. So actually, once you knock them out, now that they're all unconscious, you can actually take a, a time to look a little more. And Phantom, you're holding a gun. It's not actually a bullet gun. Um, It's more like, it looks like a crowd control weapon. So it's, it shoots a really wide round. The other thing you notice is that it has on its side so, a sort of canister with a, a tube. It looks like it, it does some sort of liquid dispersal as well as the uh, the bullet or the, the round. But you do have four unconscious people in Aegis uniforms with helmets that are about the same size as you, except for that one helmet that doesn't actually work as a helmet anymore. Do you guys remember Star Wars? Star Wars. Star what? <sighs> oh my god, when we get back, this is there's going to be a movie night. This is mandatory. I'm from a different dimension than the rest of you. Yeah, that's why there's a mandatory movie night. You guys should have Star Wars too. Well, there are three helmets and three people here that have watched Star Wars, so. He's going to look at Quint and just be like, aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper there, Quint? Shut up. I don't need a disguise. Is there anything on or am I the self's body that would be useful to grab? So as you search the body, uh, the body, he's not dead. He's just unconscious. And he groans a little as you move him. So he's very not dead. In his uniform, he he has what looks to be some sort of clearance badge that has his name and rank on it. Uh, The rank doesn't make a lot of sense. I haven't looked at military ranks properly, but it's one of those ones that doesn't sound like it's actual military. It's like, this is what we call teens. Oh, he's he's got got an A-scout badge on him. Uh, So he's he's one of the A-scouts, which don't exist in your world. Aegis scouts. Yes. Yay. Um, and it, it lists him as like a private first class or something. He has that on him and it has a little bar. So it, it does something with a card opener. He also has 
in his actual pockets, like inside his uniform, he has a cell phone. I'm taking that. That is, it's one, um, it's not facial recognition, it's thumbprint recognition to get into it. And do we have the same fingerprints as our other you cells? You do, exactly the same. You're exactly, for all intents and purposes, the same person. I'm going to steal Noah's phone. <laughs> and but yeah, that's that's all the, the useful stuff. Um, they also, all three of them do have, or all four of them do have guns and uniforms. And the way their uniforms work is it's like a, a suit, bodysuit you put over, because this has to be perfect for dressing up as them. So um, yeah, that, that's an option. That is definitely an option if you want to take it. Uh, but they're unconscious for long enough, you're going to have time to do some stuff. And they didn't get to sound the alarm what the impression you're getting is that they had just come in from doing something and aren't expected anywhere for a while. Phantom also looks at herself like, hmm, you know, I'm pretty good looking. <laughs> so the way that this hallway is, it's, it's probably the second or third as you come in, you've gone through one set of password protected doors. You know there's at least one more password protection before you're going to get to basically where you're going. This hallway doesn't have any branches or anything. It's just going straight till it stops. But you can't really see that just because of the way everything is. All right, so I guess we move forward then. Are you are you doing the uniforms thing? Were you actually doing that or are you joking about it? I'm totally cool with putting on uniforms. My costume is a little too in-depth. Wait, do we really want to spend the time to change our clothes in this enemy base? No. Quint's getting changed. No offense, but Phantom pulls back the, the hood back up and goes back invisible. I don't really need to worry so much. Unless they have heat sensing heaters. There's no. not, you have no, no knowledge of that. It doesn't, I mean, they could, but you're not aware of it if they do. Uh, okay, so you guys are going to continue down the hallway? Yeah. Yes. There are some doors that open off, but they, they don't have, they have like numbers, 1A, 2A, stuff like that. You do get eventually to the end of that hallway where it branches into, well, okay, at the end of the hallway, there's a security door and you can see through it. It has one of the windows that you can see through and directly through it. There are arrows that go in two directions. One says armory, one says reach R&D. But it's, it is through the password protected door that is either the password you have or possibly the key card you have. The, the pad looks like it accepts both passwords and key cards. I will use the key card I stole from my other self to open the door. Nice. And then, yeah, I mean, it's not like this is a big barrier. You guys have, were well prepared. So you have two equal and opposite directions to, that you could go in. All right. Here's how it go. Feedback. Yep. You check out that direction. I'll head down that direction. Who do you want with you? Um, Mystic, you want my back? Yeah, I got it. All right. Uh, Quint, you want to be with me, bud? I'll go the other way. All right. Fair enough. I'll go with Cat and Quint, obviously. No offense. All right. So Mystic and me will go this way. Offense? Why would I be offended? I don't know. Why would you be offended? Then why'd you say no offense? Look, it's not a problem. Isn't that what people say? Yeah, when they're saying something that could be offensive. Listen, I'm I'm new to this whole group dynamic, okay? It's all good. We're wasting time. All right. Contact us if we if you get into trouble. And we'll try to find a way to contact you if we get into trouble. All right, we'll be in touch. I mean, I'm pretty sure they gave us radios, right? Yes, of course. Handway blah blah that we have radios. Actually, we could flash back to you guys getting outfitted, but I don't really feel like you have to. So all right. Who's going which way? Oh, uh, you're with me. I know, but what direction are we going? Armory or R&D? I think Feedback probably wants to go to the Armory because he wants to pick up something for Isaac, right? Yep. I guess we're going R&D. Yeah, we'll go to R&D. Okay, so we're going to go R&D way first here. 
All right. Uh, the, the pathway toward R&D, this one has actually a lot more branching off doors. Again, they, they seem to have built this on a fairly flat, plan, like straightforward lines plan. But this time, there are doors that open out into other rooms that all have much more interesting labels, uh, sonic experiment rooms, stuff like that. It's very like Willy Wonka when they're doing the tour and seeing into all the rooms, you got that going on, you can see a window into each of them. So by sonic experiments, do you think they mean the hedgehog or sound? The hedgehog. Sound. Why would sonic be associated with a hedgehog? What about sonic hedgehog signaling pathway? So one of the doors that you guys walk by or that you're getting sort of coming up to is labeled rehabilitation. Oh. And yeah, as you're walking by, you hear sort of muffled screaming-y sounds from inside and if you just even just passing looking through you can see in the middle of the room a woman or a body in a chair with a helmet on her head and it's pretty obvious it's the mystic you guys ran into are you guys going to choose to do anything here yeah can't may not like this mystic but she can't really stand her this sort of thing so she's going to teleport in that room as soon as you teleport into the room you hear a whistling noise, and then a fist just cracks across your face as Vanguard just haymakers you. And he just stands there for a second, floating in the center of the room, and just smiles. That's a nice toy you've got there, young miss. It's a shame you're gonna have to die for it. That doesn't belong to you, after all. Fuck off, you overzealous prick. Uh, she's going to stab him. Awesome. Roll directly engage, and you, you two, uh, the other two are outside the room if they want to come in. Yes, I'm definitely coming into this room. I'm just going to burst into this room. If I, I just saw. Yeah, this room is not locked. So yeah, go ahead and roll. You really roll. I heard it. Yeah, it's 10. Lovely. So what do you what Make, take, make a choice off that list. So Kat is going to resist or avoid fair blows and mm -hmm. impress the opposition. So Vanguard, tell me what happens here as the other two are breaking into this room. So Vanguard is just, at this point, just swinging at Kat, who is, I'm sure at this point, dodging the blows. What does your strike on, on me look like, by the way? Like, where are you aiming? So at this point, Kat would be uh, looking to drive you back and get some distance to fully utilize your spear. Uh, so she's going to be aiming at your center of mass. The spear hits armor and then stabs through, and Vanguard just kind of lets out a grunt and it just jerks back, and he just kind of stands there. Puts his hand to it. It's a little wet. He just looks it just. <laughs> oh, that. That's pain. I'm not used to that. I keep forgetting how exhilarating it is. <laughs> oh, God. He's that kind of. Uh... Oh, you're going to die. On those words, the, the other the teammates get into the, the room. So we still have Mystic in the chair. Uh, she's still screaming, incidentally, because whatever's on her head is still working. Phantom, go see if you can figure out how to turn those things off. I'll get the helmet off of her. All right. I will try and figure out how to turn it off. So, Kat, give me the background. The fight is going on in the background around this room. You guys narrate it to me. Tell me what it looks like. So when Kat is fighting for real, she basically dismisses any force fields or holograms. The force fields appear in random patterns around her, basically deflect any blows coming at her. And she'd be also producing holographic images of herself to give her that little bit of an edge. People aiming just a bit too far to the left or right of her, trying to like stab at her head, but she's already ducked. Let me just catch a hologram. 
Mm. And she combines this all with like rapid fire teleporting. So she's sort of like a whirling blur of like fists and her uh, pink glowing spear. And how is Vanguard reacting to this? He's he's being sort of pushed back, kind of. I mean, this is a pretty decent show being put on here. He is laughing, actually. He seems like he's genuinely enjoying this as bursts of uh, laser vision are just ripping through holograms. His fists are cracking at force fields and he just keeps barely missing the um the teleport like every teleportation. He's just like, oh, you're delightful. It's been a long time since I've actually felt alive during a fight. <laughs> it's a shame it's going to have to end so quickly. Jesus Christ, shut up. I think he's getting off on this. Uh, she's going to aim a strike at his head. Got it. Go ahead and roll directly engage. And we're going to hold that for just a second. So, Phantom, you are trying to get the helmet off or trying to turn the machine off? Trying to turn the machine off. Okay. So, do you have anything that that would give you some knowledge? Like, I know as a nomad, you've seen different worlds and stuff. Do you have any experience with different tech outside of... Have you done any focusing on tech? Uh, Yeah, for sure. Especially because Phantom actually going off in their home dimension was the child of researchers and so they kind of followed in their parents footsteps and like so they definitely like focused on tech especially since they stole two pieces of tech from other dimensions they are, Good. are interested in how things work just looking at some of your you have uh, the, the two moves you have are a little space bandit and sharpened eyes right Yes. I was just looking at watch Sea Beams Glitter, so I was like, that's a good move for this. So go ahead, and I think we'll unleash your powers for this. A nine. Nice. Uh, do you guys want to help him, or help them bring it up to a full success? While Phantom is turning off the machine, I'm over at Mystic pulling the helmet off and pumping her with calm emotions and stuff like that. Got it. So that, that's your, your assist there. So... Phantom, tell me, you know, you've actually seen this machine somewhere before. Where have you seen a machine like this before? I think I've seen it in a similar kind of uh, darker place where, oh, I've seen this in the dimension where I met one of my alternate selves that I took with me, one of the alternate Noahs, because in that dimension, people were kind of ways to be good at one specific thing. And if they stepped on the line, they would kind of forced to conform to the standards of that dimension. Nice. So you've actually seen this machine in use. You've actually turned this machine off before, which means you know exactly the right sequence of movements to do. The one thing that's a little bit interesting about this, though, is that this is actually exactly the same machine, which is a little weird for a dimension that doesn't seem to have made interdimensional contact, just something that you're aware of. And then, Quint, you're pulling the helmet off. I'm not going to make you roll for that while you're pumping her full of calm rays. She actually seems to have been physically very exerted with this. So the calmness actually does seem to make her sort of not quite conscious, sort of half, like, just coming out of anesthesia consciousness. She's sort of woozy. Hey, hey, it's all right. Everything's going to be okay. Welcome back. Just sort of looks up at you. Who, who are you? Don't worry about that now. We're dealing with a dickhole over here. Chill out over here. I'm going to pop open the restraints on her. You can go if you want. I don't want to go to school today. I'm, I'm going to just like pat her on the cheek and you don't have to go to school today, honey. <laughs> just a fate little yay. <laughs> <laughs> so then let's us do the, the last bit of this lovely fight here. Are you guys still exchanging quips? You, you went to stab him in the, the chest, the face. Yeah, so Kat teleports herself upwards. 
It's a bit like her knees, feet are at uh, Vanguard's eye level and stabs downwards, uh, scraping the tip of the spear across his forehead. Mm. Uh, and she's going to temporarily take his eyesight away. Nice. She got a uh, seven. So take something, but you, but you get to land a blow on this. The the one thing that that cat you notice as you make that cut is the scar that your mom gave him across his cheek flares bright red when he's upset. So now he has two bright reds. Well, one bright red line, one pouring blood because head wounds bleed a lot. So Vanguard, how do you you're um you can hit her back? Uh, just he's gonna blindly just lunge a hand up, grab Cat by the face, and just slam her into a wall. Wait, can I defend? Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. So this is, you, you see Kat, the hand, like, it's almost like a slow motion shot where he's reaching out to grab her face. What are you doing? I'm going to try and like, oh, since I have the gun, it has the uh, stuff that they used on us, like immobilize us. It, it, it's, it's a tracker more than an immobilization agent, but yeah, go for it. Yes, yeah, so, so I will, will defend. Yes, please. Since Cat has influence over me, I don't have to worry about the insecure condition. No! Hey, it, potential. Okay, so you, you're using the gun, right? <laughs> yes! Does Phantom know a lot about guns? No! <laughs> so you, you pretty much figure point it at them and pull the trigger? That's pretty accurate, except you really weren't expecting the recoil from this gun. So as you fire it, it recoils back into you, which since you're floating, shoves, throws you back into a wall because laws of physics are stupid. And you end up firing a whole bunch of sticky yellow goo at the ceiling and then knocking yourself, knocking the breath out of you in the wall. And so unfortunately, that means that that slow motion speeds up and you see Vanguard's giant hand around Cat's face and then slamming against the wall with a lovely like pow crash sound effect. So Cat, please roll powerful blow for me. Yep. I tried. Whew. Yes. Okay, good. So how do you tell me about this, this experience of what's happening here? So as Vanguard grabs Cat and just slams her into a wall, the spear creates a um, cushioning, or so a slightly softer force field to cushion Cat. So she does slam into a wall, but it's uh, less harmful than it would have been otherwise. Nice. Quince is just going to throw like a psychic spear uh, into Vanguard's back, not expecting it to work, but to just kind of get his attention. Hey, asshole, that mustache is just as stupid in this dimension as it is back at home. Roll directly engage. Also, Vanguard, what's your reaction to that? First of all, he turns around and faces him with a full beard. <laughs> Doesn't say anything and just, depending on his role, we'll see how he responds. Yeah, go for it. That's a seven, though. So pick, pick your one on that list. I'm going to take something away from Vanguard. His sense of fun. Does he have one? Oh, okay. Yeah, talk, talk about your action here. So I'm just dampening your excitement, everything that you're getting out of this, and just making it boring for you. Because he's psychic and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't resist his blow, so I expect to get yeah. walloped. He's just gonna... The spear's just gonna come at him. He's going to just kind of, like, barely avoid it. And he's just going to, uh, it still affects him, but like the physical aspect of it doesn't hit him. He just, mm. and you just see the, the, the matted grin on his face just fade into this grimace. And he's just, all right, well, if that's how you'd like to play it, heat vision, just straight at your center of mass. Powerful blow because you have a chance to shrug this off. 
And Phantom, you have recovered at this point, and so has Kat. So you guys have the chance to react to the giant fascist vanguard. See, I would defend, but I didn't do so else last time. That is a four on my powerful blow. Got it. So, Quint, you have the heat vision blast getting shot at you. What what happens? Quint's actually dealt with, or like, trained with his vanguard before on his stupid superhero camps that his parents make him go on. So he actually creates like a psychic shield right in front of him and tilts it away. He still gets pushed back, but most of the heat vision angles off of him. Wonderful. That colored blast of orange hits your shield and then actually is redirected up into the ceiling, which where it actually hits the um, the tracker goo that Phantom has shot up there. And for anyone that's paying attention, they're not- you'd notice it sort of is starting to get little sparkles of fire, maybe? Yeah, we're totally not paying attention to that. Yeah, you guys are all focused downward, so the camera lingers for just a minute on this neon yellow goo that has sort of like what looks like licking flames just beginning at the corners of it. Phantom, what are you doing? So now that I know I'm bad at shooting guns, I'm going to grab it instead and use it as a bat to smash him across the face. Okay, directly engage again. And I'm going to use the little space bandit again. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, Vanguard. Oh, geez. That's a 14. (laughs) Lovely. Holy fuck. I'm going to avoid or resist their blows because I don't want to be hit. I'm going to take something from him. Or do I want to take something from him or do I want to create an opportunity for my allies? I would argue that since he is mostly invulnerable, this probably wouldn't hurt him so much as make an opening for someone to put a wallop on him. But that's just me. It's you, you do you. I'll create an opportunity for my ally, so I'll hit him in a way that, like, surprises him for uh, Clint or Cass to attack him. Oh, getting a, getting a gut across the face is very surprising, I assure you. Tell me what happens. Describe, describe his reaction to this. He no-sells it. The gun just kind of pfft, smashes and breaks across his face. It doesn't look like it hurt. It just looks like he's like, wait, what? Where did that cap come from? Cat and Quint, you see Vanguard sort of blinking and like, wait, wait, uh, what? Okay. Cat's uh, going to use this opportunity to jump onto uh, Vanguard's back, really more on to stand on his shoulders and just like strike down the uh, butt of his spear and just send like a giant electrical shot through his system. Nice. One more directly engaged here. As she's doing the jump to set this up, the camera does go back to the, the neon glue on the ceiling, which now has active flames. They're, they're purple and blue, but large flames coming down from it now and sort of licking across the ceiling. We're going to temporarily take movement away from them. Got it. So describe what this looks like. So Cat just jumps onto Vanguard's shoulders and just strikes down at the base of his neck with a spear. And there's a, a small thunderclap flash. A hell of a lot of electricity is pumped into Vanguard's system. It's very cartoonish. His body actually freezes and you see the little zaps of electricity running all through him. Are we going like full skeleton? In Not the, skeleton the so much, but you can see it across his skin and down his nerves. He's probably going to have some marks because this was the spear that could actually affect him. But I get to I get to hit them back, right? Yes, he did. All right, he's going to just on pure instinct grab Cat by the legs and just power bomb her into the floor. Powerful blow, please. Uh oh. 
So that was an 11 on that. So uh, you have two from that list there, or the, the 10 plus one. You can always flee. Lose control of yourself or your powers is always fun. Yeah, uh, that's, what, uh, that's what I was thinking of doing. But wait, now? This is like the worst time. Exactly. Do it for the drama. So I could narrate this for you, or you could, I, I would very much trust you to tell me how you lose control of your powers. I'm uh, going to pick lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way. So Cat just like slams down into the machinery and it's going to like teleport in front of Vanguard as his body so spasming. That's Gar. I think I should finish what my mom started, don't you think? And then just like oh, no. pick up Vanguard and just like with augmentations from the spear, just like hurl him outward uh, and through a wall. Wonderful. So his body slams into the wall through it easily and continues into the next room past where you're you're able to see like you can see that his body's going and hits the ground but at that moment uh mystic from the chair starts screaming look look and you all of you realize the entire ceiling of this room is on fire we gotta get out of here quint is gonna go grab mystic and pull her back into the hallway are you okay we have to go can see through the hole uh, that Vanguard is starting to pick himself. He's he looks stunned, but he is starting to pick himself back. Uh, up. Kent's tunneling, so Rubble is just water falling off of him. Phantom's just gonna grab her by the arm and drag her out of the room. But he just stands up, what clearing blood and dust from his face, looks through the hole, and there's nothing there. But you just see this blast of heat vision just shoot back through the hole at where Cat was standing and just melt through one of the walls. And you just hear him roaring in fury. And that heat vision blast actually takes out a bank of equipment and real fire flames, like orange and yellow flames, shoot up to join the blue and purple ones on the ceiling. Fun. Are you standing still in the room? What are you doing? Uh, we're, uh, well, Quint's running into the hallway. Phantom, if Cat doesn't respond, he's just going to drag her out of the room after Quint. I mean, Cat would definitely be struggling. We've established that Phantom can pick someone up with anti-gravity, so you might not have any traction to fight back. So as the flames meld into this room and you can see Vanguard starting to, to stride back into it, the three of you, plus Mystic, come out of the door, slams closed behind you, and you actually hear some sort of pneumatic lock engage, and behind it, a metal sheet falls down in front of the door, and you can see through the window, fire protection engaged. And we'll go back to the other group. I, I would like to add one more bit of narration. Where it says fire protection engaged, there is now suddenly just a massive fist-sized dent outward in that sheet. And then another one. Yeah, the, the camera fades to black on those, those fist punches denting the door. Almost to where the glass. That's lovely. Perfect. All right. So let's, let's go back to the happier side. Totally happier. Uh, happier, yeah. <laughs> we left one team uh, with a locked down on fire laboratory rehabilitation reconditioning room. And incidentally, there were uh, no alarms or fire alarms that you heard going off at all. Now we're going to go back to the other team who are going toward the armory. So this is Mystic and Feedback. Tell me what you guys are doing. All of my um, LEDs are actually off right now. And it's, he's kind of taking it quiet and slow. 
and just like, like this is not his first time breaking and entering somewhere. So he's just, you know, checking corners, moving heel toe, heel toe. Okay. Um, this hallway is also uh, lined with doors that are marginally more interesting, but where you seem to be walking through seems to be like the barracks. What it looks like is whoever those, those little guys you fought before, that they seem to sleep here, stay here, because you're walking by rooms that have bunk beds in them and all of that. Uh, are you going to take time to look, like just look through the window or anything with any of them? Yeah, he's going to be peeking through, but not doing anything too risky or stupid. We don't notice any people as we're walking by, or? At first, you don't notice anyone. Uh, when you're getting a little further down the hall, one of the rooms does have someone in it, but he's he's clearly not paying a lot of attention. To out- he's the only one in his barrack, and he's, he's not paying a lot of attention uh, outside the window, but this is the only one you see there. All right, we can we can probably leave him be, I think. Yeah, I'd say we just keep walking. The only interesting thing about him is that you guys both recognize him as the guy who in your dimension is the um the school president class president of the i don't know what class but he's 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 one of the class presidents and he's very very active in the theater program so you recognize him right away you actually get down the hall without a whole lot of actually with no interaction or interference and there is a door to the armory this one is also keypad password protected but you do have the code um this door does not have a window in it so you can see into the room before you go in is there a door frame that, like a frame around it that we can like put our backs to before opening it? No, um, the, this is this place is clearly designed to not be super conducive to sneaking around in. That's unfortunate. The door opens outward, so it is going to open into the hall. There's going to be a slight thrum as he uh, gets something ready, but it's not that loud yet. I'm going to look, just give Judy a little nod and then do a quiet three count and then pop the door open. So the door swings into the hallway and you can see into the room and it's it's exactly what it says on the tin. It's it's an armory. There is walls coated with different kinds of weapons, pull out racks. There is someone in the room, but he's turning the other way and it looks like he has headphones or some sort of thing, like a, a helmet on his head. I'm going to try and get closer, but quiet like. You realize you're not as sneaky as you think you are facing the other way but no but i thought it's worth a try any chance you can just fuck off and look the other way on this one because i really don't want to have to kick your ass i have absolutely zero interest in you and he's actually just going to snap his fingers i'm putting up a moat that's exactly what he's doing he's putting up a moat between feedback and juni okay so uh, mystic what are you doing i heard you're spending one of your burn or you're doing that barrier one yeah, so what moat is, is it's spend one burn to create a barrier that will hold back threats as long as you keep your attention on it. The GM may call for you to spend another burn if the barrier is threatened by particularly powerful enemies. And so what I'm just going to do is put up a magic wall in front of Feedback and I, in front of Thaumaturge. But it sounds like he's also putting one in between Feedback and I. So Feedback is in the center of two uh, magic walls, apparently. So what it actually ends up looking like is your wall is in front of the two of you. And his wall is between the two of you. So feedback is on the place with the door. You are blocked into the right-hand side of the room into a little square between your moat and his. And feedback is separated from thaumaturge, but has access to the door. Well, that makes me very angry, actually. So there's just going to be, the LEDs are going to just like flare to life. And there's this loud rumbling. And he says, you touch her. 
and I'm going to make you eat your fucking teeth. Still actually completely ignoring feedback. Facing Junie. Juniper, your powers are still as strong as they ever have been, but you're untrained. That is true. Uh, He's actually going to reach out a hand towards you. I can provide that training for you. So you're being faced with the grandfather that you thought was dead, that was dead, but now this is a different version. How are you feeling about all this? I think just like really nervous and unsure about how much to actually listen to him, right? Because I've been wanting to talk to this van, at least from my dimension, for all of my adolescent life and have been unable to. But yet, I know that this this man in front of me is a bad guy. Am I, though? Am I? Who is has the potential to hurt me, or at least hurt my friends. So you're standing there staring through the barrier. Your, your, your magic is kind of purpley and blue, right? I think last time I made this wall, it was, like, kind of green. So the magic can be, like, any color, but I think that's, like, a translucent green, I think, is what it is right now. Got it. So your barrier is sort of a translucent paler green. His barrier is actually a very similar green, but darker and richer in color. I would like to blast my barrier apart, if I could. The barrier in front of feedback is actually mystics, though. So, yeah. No, I'm hitting the one that's keeping me and mystic separated. You lack focus. I can see that you're missing. I don't exist in your world, do I? On that note, feedback is going to do his thing here. All right, and that is a natural nine, my freak plus one, that is a 10. Lovely. So uh, you, how, how are you lashing out against this wall? Just focusing the sound in between my hands and unleashing like a dub, a bass drop Kamehameha, essentially. Mm-hmm. And just right at the way, right at the wall to try and just shatter it. Awesome. So I can step up next to Judy. Uh, describe how it looks when this, this magic breaks. So the sound wave hits and it just and the wall just kind of starts shit itself, like reflecting the sound waves and just like making this ripple shape until the ripples get bigger and bigger and shatter. Like one of those, the part in the speaker that amplifies the sound of doing that whoa, whoa, whoa thing. I think, Thaumaturg, you didn't either the the the, fee, the white noise from your uh, world isn't this aggressively like he's a more defensive. So you hadn't expected an aggressive sound power. And I just walk right up to Judy and said, I said, if you touch her, I'm feeding you your teeth. Juniper, I can provide what you've never had. Shut the fuck up, Nazi grandpa. I can give you what you need. All I need is for you to reach over and take my hand. Judy, don't you fucking listen to him. Your actual grandfather gave his life for everyone. This one is a selfish fucking coward. Uh, I might actually be using influence. Some of her just trying to use influence on Junie here to, to shift her labels. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm trying to do superior up danger down. I don't think I'm accepting it. Okay, so go ahead and roll to reject. But I'm also insecure. Uh, but I rolled an 11. So that's a 9. So the, the way this looks is you've got feedback... And Junie's standing 
together pretty much and there's that green wall of magic in front of them with thaumaturge uh, to one side of it holding his hand out so it's almost like these two people pulling at mystic's sort of consciousness here so what is she doing with the rejecting influence right i think she's going to let's see i think she'll clear guilty because now she's actually acting in service of the team nice um and she's just going to i think She's just going to, like, actually push the magic barrier towards him, shoving him away from us, and also, like, taking steps back, but still has her hands up in front of her because she's still actively focusing on that magic barrier, but she's using it to actually distance herself from him. Nice. So you are stepping backward, and the barrier is shoving Thaumaturge. Uh, how's he reacting? This is stronger than he expected it to be. It's actually pretty resilient. And the color of the green has firmed up and become a little more opaque. That's a shame. I thought maybe with your power combined with ours, we would be able to stop Vanguard. But I guess that you're more trouble than you're worth. And with another snap of his fingers, summon a, a fireball into this room in an attempt to torch everything in here. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So you, uh, Mystic, you can feel just from the way your two powers are related, the way that your blood is kind of tied across the, the multiverse dimension stuff, you can feel what he's going to do. So you're going to have a chance to preempt this with some action of your own. At least with you here, you can take the blame for this. Wait, what are you talking about stopping Vanguard? And snap. You get those, those words out, and then it's like time freezes. We get one of those... Uh, uh, flash moments where everything around you is stopped, but you're still able to move. I mean, this is just perception, but that's what it feels like. Okay, so the, the thing that I actually want to try to do is constrict the moat to just around Thaumaturge's hand and see if I can do it fast enough to stop the explosion. Yeah, so what I'd like you to do for this is to spend mo uh, spend burn to make it happen and roll Unleash Your Powers just to flavor it. All right. So you're going to be able to do this no matter what. And that was a seven. Nice. Okay. So you're going to be able to do it, but there's going to be a cost, uh, either to you or just someone. So what you see happen is your field can just snaps into this sphere right around his hand just as the fireball starts to go off and feedback this is where time gets real and you start seeing this the inside that sphere it's like a small nuclear bomb has gone off and suddenly thaumaturg's hand has been evaporated in this yeah and his, his hand is cut off at the wrist and cauterized um and your little moat sort of sort of disappears as the fire in the, the thing fades and Thaumaturge, you're really, really hurt. You just had your hand back vaporized. So what happens now? Actually, let's give feedback address to act. I'm going to just sprint at him and kind of do like a Superman punch, but there's going to be a sound burst on the on my elbow pad so that it kind of rockets my fist forward directly at his mouth. I promise I, I was it. going to make him eat his teeth. I haven't touched her yet, though. Ah. I mean, just saying. <laughs> Quibbling. Directly engaged, please. That's it. That is an eight. I'm going to uh, create an opportunity for my allies. I'm going to give an opening to uh, Junie to hit him with some burn because uh, I just probably punched some of his teeth out. Awesome. Yeah, that's that was a very, very super powered punch. Uh, so Thaumaturgy, you're, you're definitely less a few teeth, but you do get to strike back. 
so you punch Thaumaturge in the face, and his face goes back. His hand that's not there anymore, it goes up to your chest and forms a, a, a new hand forms in his mystical energy, and he places it on your chest, and he just blows you backward into the hallway. So you have an opportunity to escape that way, but that probably hurts. So yeah, a few that gets thrown back. This does seem to drain the last bit of energy Thaumaturge has, and he sort of starts to sway a little bit, like it's hard for him to stand on his feet. Should I roll for to take a powerful blow here? I told you that you're meaningless, and then blow you back. Okay, so then for that, go ahead and roll. That is a six. Nice. So then tell me how you shrug it off and get your potential there. I roll with it. I still get thrown back, but I kind of roll with it and end up like a half crouch as I slam back into the door. I just kind of look up at him and I just smile through my mask and go, <laughs> not as meaningless as your teeth were, apparently. How do they taste? And Thaumaturge spits out a tooth. I'll tell you in a minute. sorry okay mystic what are you doing while these two gentlemen are exchanging weird quips right so she's definitely looking around the room to try to find the device and the other objects that we are tasked with finding yeah go ahead and do you have you have that extend your senses one don't you i do do you have any burn left I do not. So I would need to charge new burn to do that, which I can do. Either do that or do an assess the situation. I think in this moment, I'm not going to take the time to try to build up new magic. I'm just going to be looking around the room. Got it. Then go ahead and roll that. All right. I missed. <laughs> so you guys have feedback. You have the chance to th- spend a team to help her get this up to a success if you want to encourage her or help her with this. Um, yeah, I'm going to spend a team and just be like, you just keep working. I got this. I'm going to send Nazi grandpa back to the training camp. So he's offering some some very tangible support. And you know he's got your back, which is definitely good enough to, to push you up to a seven. So how do you want to do Let's see that you have the questions. You can either ask one of those questions and then it'll flavor what you get or, um, or you can just find them. Tell me, tell me what would be better for you. Uh, I mean, I can ask what here can I use to complete my mission? <laughs> that works. Uh, so this is actually... Um, the you have pushed Thaumaturge back into the corner. What you, you realize that what he'd been looking at on the table was your ENA or your uh, dimensional traveling device. And it's actually sitting there on the table next to where he was. Now he's far enough over that you can grab that. And there's on that table, there are also a whole bunch of other things that look very interesting. You can just make a grab at random for one of them. What you don't see is the power negation grenade that you were uh, also supposed to be looking for that you don't either you don't have time or it's just not on this place you can see so grab the device and some other random thing that you can investigate later all right sounds good and then that lets you guys escape from there and we're going to go back to the other uh other squad here uh okay so the that goes down he's going to leave the room and leave them a charge like that or do you want to engage with him as you're leaving I want to, but I don't, I think if I see we have what we, need, what we need and Mystic wants to leave, I'm going to back her up. So yeah, you see her grab two things, and then what are you doing from there, Mystic? Alright, so these are only two of the things we need. We, we gotta keep looking. Let's get out of here, though. Alright, cool. And I'm just going to fire another blast to try and kind of knock him back and give us more of an, a um, gap to leave. 
Nice. Covering it. It's basically covering fire. Uh, you can roll if you want, but I'm going to assume that's your way out of the door. Uh, cool. And then you guys, the last scene of that is Thaumaturge sagging against the wall. So Thaumaturge is leaning up against the wall and with his one good hand, I think he snaps his fingers again. And from the hallway, you just see an explosion blowing up the armory. Yeah, you guys are running down the hall the other direction back toward where your other team was. And then from behind you, there's that gout of orange flame out the door. Might be a powerful blow for seeing Junie, seeing Grandpa. Yeah, that's a powerful blow for sure. That's a 14. (laughs) And I only have two conditions now. I had four earlier. Poor fucking Junie, Jesus. I would, I think losing your powers in a... That would also be very interesting. Yeah, I think it's like I'm causing an explosion that that pushes the other explosion away from us, but causes a lot of collateral, collateral damage. So like the moat, but it's not just, it's not the normal moat that we just saw her make, right? It's It's way bigger than she's ever made it on screen before. And it is a force pushing out back in that direction at the same time. And it's nearly an opaque wall this time. It's 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 very tangible, and it goes up and down, and you can see it slice through the floor, slice through the ceiling, redirect the explosion, and from behind you, basically that side of the building starts to crumble inward behind the moat where you can't actually do anything about it, and you guys are running the other direction as the building is crumbling on that side behind you. You guys are doing great with this facility today. I love it. You didn't think it was going to still stand afterward, did you? <laughs> That ends with you running down the hall with the the building collapsing around you. Must go quickly. Must go quickly. And we have the other team uh, heading toward the armory. What I actually want to do is there's a couple scenes cutting back and forth of both teams running, both teams running down impassable hallways. Same thing going on until uh, Mystic and Feedback actually end up at the same place where the other teams are. So... You see them down the way, uh, Feedback and Mystic. You can see them there, and you've run by this door that's closed. You could hear the punching coming from it, but it wasn't enough to really distract you. So that puts you guys all back in the same space. Hey, so uh, how did your thing go? Nazi Vanguard, we don't have a lot of time. He's going to punch his way out of everything. Wait, do we have everything we need? We only got two things. What are we missing? The travel device and... The grenade. We might have to deal... Actually, what you, you guys are having this conversation breathlessly as you're running down the hall, and you the, the, the ar- door, for, door for the armory is right in front of you as you're all kind of panting end up. R&D? Oh, R&D is right there. Sorry, it's based. You, had, you hit, go to the R&D door, uh, which is standing wide open, and there are a bunch of desks look like they've been abandoned rather rapidly, and there is not a sound alarm, but there's a visual yellow strobe light going off in this this space, there's like a cup of coffee half drunk on the counter and it, or on the one of the desks and a clear sense of emergency in what's going on here. Yeah, it is very interesting that this facility doesn't appear to have any auditory alarms. They're all visual. I'm charging my burn again. I missed the burn again. <laughs> okay, so we get to mark three conditions. I'm marking angry that he tried to manipulate like me like this, but also there's something, I know that there's something going on that I don't understand. He was trying to appeal to me about something and I just don't know what, and that's making me upset. Also guilty because maybe I could have helped him. You could have. I hurt his hand. I I obliterated his hand and also hopeless because again, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to get by and it stopped working. <laughs> oh, mystic. So that's five conditions. 
So you so if you have to mark one more, you're gonna end up unconscious or fleeing or something. All right. Can I take a support action real quick? Go for it. Try it. All right. I'm just gonna put my hand on her back, just kind of look at her, give her a quick pull my mask down, pull my helm, I pull my goggles up and just kind of look into her eyes and just be like, look, there wasn't much you could have done. We did what we could. Is this the first time I'm actually seeing your face? Yeah. So if that feels comfort and supporty to you, please go ahead and uh, roll it for, let, let him roll for it. Might also be a vulnerability on feedback's part. So I, I'm cool with both. Yeah, I'm okay with that. In the Reformed, if you share a vulnerability or a weakness with someone, ask them what they would do something dark for and get influence. So this is all happening while the building is crumbling in front of us. As far as you know, you're in a safe half of the building. As far as they know, a room down the way is, is on fire with Vanguard in it. But you don't know about that. In like action time. It is an action time. But uh, you have the chance to say if you would have done something different to hurt him more and give him uh, stuff. I, out of curiosity, what happens to the reformed when you don't answer them? Nothing. Nothing? Okay. Mm-mm. There isn't. They just feel sad. <laughs> Do they actually mark uh, anything? No, there's, there's no. Okay. <laughs> I would just, I would just get another influence over you if you did. Yeah, if you do it, they get you get influence. I, and I don't need the other influence if I, if it's it's fine if you don't want to do that. I yeah. think, um, I mean, I keep being like, oh, Junie's not doing anything, but I still think she's she's just like not ready to talk about this. Makes sense. Does that feel comfort and supporty to you? She's just like so surprised that he's taking this time. Like they're in the middle of a fight and he's still taking this time to talk to her about this. That she's just like really surprised. So yeah, real, real comfort and support for that. That was a 10 plus. So they get to clear a condition or mark potential or shift labels. And you get to either add a team pool or team to the pool or clear a condition yourself. All right. I'm just going to add another team to the pool. Got it. And I'm not going to worry about shifting labels. Okay. And then, Junie, are you going to clear condition? I'm going to clear guilty because I just, the situation is weird. I don't know what else I would have done then. And I'm just going to be like, okay, uh, someone else should be holding these. Cat, can you put these in your pockets? Yes. And I'm going to give her the devices because I need my hands free. Those two are sharing a sort of tender, quiet moment in the middle of insanity. What are the rest of you guys doing turned loose on this R&D department that seems to have been recently vacated? Can I use sharpened eyes? Perfect. Yes, I had to assess the situation to use it. Uh, so it's a miss, but when you assess the situation, you must always, you may always ask one of the following questions, even on a miss. So I'm going to ask what would be handy to grab. And we still have five team, right? So someone can help. Yeah, you have a, a whole hell of a lot of team right now. Yeah, I mean, if someone wants to help me with the assessment situation. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, Kat will boost that up. She's also canvassing the R&D department, looking out, pointing to places. I think Quint was too. So between the three of you, that pulls it up to a success. So uh, between all of you, um, we'll let Phantom be the one that actually comes upon it. Uh, there, the so this this uh, dimension has weird levels of tech, and the computers still are that pretty low tech. So there's a big CRT monitor, and you can see on it plans that look very much like the plans that you were looking for. There is an actual demo model in this like 
on a little little fingery stand, there's this grid circular thing that is probably what you're looking for. And there's actually another floppy disk just sort of hanging out in the computer you have to eject that would have all the plans on it as well. So you're able to grab that. And as you do grab that, um, that's when the, the, the sound alarms start going off. And they're pretty alarmy. It's very obvious something worse than this fire is happening. Since it's a success, I'm also going to ask from the assessed situation questions. What here can I use to slow Aegis down? I want you to do something to cripple those systems. Ooh. Yeah, you, having had that experience with tech, you know that, well, you could assume that based on that other machine you saw that, that there might be some comparisons to that other dimension you were in. And there are a couple commands you can type into the computer that would cause a system-wide meltdown. Phantom starts typing, we're like, well, take that, creepy, evil Aegis. And you get that lovely, like, the lines of green text, and then a little pixelized bomb, and a little thing, and they're very hackers. <laughs> um, and all the computers turn off. And the alarms along with them actually die, as do the lights. Phantom spins around and does a little bow. You're welcome. Yeah, for killing the lights. So you're in a perfectly dark room, uh, no emergency lights, no nothing, except Junie did take up her burn, so we're going to have her be a little bit incandescent here. Yeah, I can just hold up a hand with light. And Quint can also pull up a psychic weapon that starts glowing. And I have LEDs on my costume, now that they're going to be much health. <laughs> yeah, we have lots of lights. I mean, Spear has a flashlight function. <laughs> <laughs> I do not glow at all. <laughs> 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 so you guys did uh before you went in this you did actually plan out an extraction you have the option there, there are two extraction options you can go up to the roof or down to a basement room that you that you had marked out for you and you're going to meet with a strikes representative to get to safety once you've done this you can go up or down down we're in a burning building so the building might be slightly unstable right now slightly we should probably go down instead of up. All right. But then it can crash on top of us. Or it can fall from beneath us. We don't have great options here. I mean, I could carry one of you if it falls, but... If it crashes down on top of us, it cuts off all avenues of pursuit. So we, we get down into a basement, to extraction point, the building collapses, we have time to get farther away. Yeah, let's go. Sounds like we're going down. I would like to note, just as a side note, uh, the door between you and Vanguard is now starting to glow, and you see his heat vision starting to poke through. Yes, let's go. <laughs> that's a that's a cutaway scene. You see that that the, the door is cherry red, tipping up to yellow, except for the the spot in the middle that's gone white and is starting to separate. Okay, let's run. <laughs> I hate going underground so much. Let's go. Uh, we had plans for the building, right? Yeah, you guys have building plans and all of that. Is there a room directly underneath us by any chance? Yes. So Quint is going to cut a hole in the ground and shortcut downstairs. What's that look like? Yeah. So you guys have rarely seen Quint actually use his psychic weapons, but a glowing blue sword just kind of forms in his hands as he sighs that he actually has to use this damn thing um, and just pokes it into the ground and in like a cool samurai single slash there there's just like a hole in the ground and 
you can just obviously tell that he hates the, that he just did that. Oh, so you can use that too? <sighs> Let's go. You remind me so much of your other self. No time to talk. Let's go. Get in the hole. As we're going, I'm like, that is so badass. Why don't you do that more often? <sighs> and you hear at that point the sound of tearing metal as uh, Vanguard does get his way out of that room. There's a hole in the floor that you can jump into. Kat's going to re-extend her spear, get into battle position, just yell at the Arvis, fucking move already! So the last scene is, who's the last one of you guys to jump into this? Kat. So Kat, staring at the door, turning, jumping in, and as her head is under the, the level of the hole, the entire building just collapses in. And you get a scene from outside with the building collapsed and some fire and then Vanguard standing up out of the wreckage, shedding it off his body. Ah, and then we pick up back with our team in the basement where there are still no lights. Um, but you're really close to the extraction point. So it, it's the matter of like going through a couple turns in the, in the not dark because you guys all glow to the room where you're going to be, res- uh, be rescued, be gotten out of there. When you get into the room, there's someone standing there with her arms crossed, kind of looking at her watch, looking at her phone, phone, watch. Oh. You guys finally got here. It took you long enough. Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Go, 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 go. I don't go, know go, if go. you heard the rumbling, but the building is falling down. We need to leave. And the evil leader is probably after us right Yeah, now. whatever. I heard you. And she opens the, 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 it shouldn't be a door. It looks like a wall that's set with like a server. It's got a computer in front of it. She does something on the front of it and pulls it. And it opens into a tunnel into the sewers, which again, you didn't know that San Retro Paseo had sewers. But she pulls you in, closes the door, does something on the other side, and then the door is vanished as far as she, you can tell. So, how'd it go? Explosions, badness. So business as usual. Come on. Yeah. And she, yeah. she's leading you down the hall, but she does not seem at all worried. Um, she's wearing sort of a... It almost looks as, as casual as Quint, except she has a hoodie with the hood up, and she does have a little mask on. Uh, but it's mostly this hoodie over some black, like, cargo-y pants. And she's just kind of very casually leading you down the hall. We should probably hurry a little bit more. Why? Building fell down. Yeah, I don't think that's going to slow Vanguard down much. Him? God, he sucks. Oh, yeah. Okay, come on. Totally with you there. As if in response, you just start hearing pounding and rumbling as just parts of the tunnel distantly down cave in. Yeah, he Vanguard doesn't know how to get into this. He does know how to pound the dirt until it falls because something's going to be underneath. They went somewhere. If we cut above, we just see him fly into the air and then just like super speeding down and slamming his fist into the ground. Like a toddler. I love it. Not a toddler, a very angry man. There's a difference. He's not throwing a tantrum. He's trying to kill you. Uh, tomato, tomato. So uh, she does speed up marginally and then takes a, here, this way. And she takes a quick right turn and then you're at, it looks like someone has has created, like there's this little golf cart, but it's like a souped up golf cart with um, weird pieces sticking out and lots of computer circuitry. And she, she okay, hop in. What the hell is that thing? Don't ask, get in. It's not going to blow up on us, is it? I don't know, it hasn't blown up yet. Get? I'm already sitting in it. Cat will push Quentin. She gets behind the driver's seat and floors it. And this thing goes like 85 miles an hour. And Incredible. 
Yeah, she floors it and then does something to the driver's side and then turns back and lets, takes her hands off the steering wheel and turns around. So nice to meet you guys. You're new to the dimension. Yes. Can I, can I see what you got? Yes. You're hurtling down, making lefts and right. This is very that scene in Harry Potter where they're going through the Gringotts carts. It's that. Can, can we do it when we're not on a roller coaster, please? Keep your eyes on the road. Keep your eyes on the road. Oh, it's self-driving. We're fine. It, it's fine. It can drive itself. I will hand her the floppy disk. Here you go. Uh, Thank you. Cat will present the demo power nullifier. So she grabs it and flips down. She has glasses that she's been sitting on the top of her head under her hood. She flips them down over her mask and starts looking at this thing very intently and seems for all intents and purposes to lose complete interest in you guys. I, I, road, road, road. Don't worry so much. It's driving itself. We got 15 minutes. We're fine. We're only going 85. I dialed it down to 100. But you're not driving right now. Exactly. It's uh, driving itself. I, anyway, I have something to work on. We'll be there in 15 minutes. Don't worry. 15 minutes on this? Oh, my God. It's fine. It's fine. Never mind. It's fine. Thank you. And she turns her attention back, which gives you guys a little bit of time to talk. If you want to, while you're hurtling through the sewers. Or I could just... So... As a first mission as a team. Technically a success. Your definition of the word is a bit strange, but... We got out alive. That's always a plus. We got what we needed. And apparently you guys bitch-slapped Vanguard? Yeah. yeah. I don't know about bitch-slap. I mean, that sounds like a win to me. It's not really that tough. I hit him with a gun. So what did you guys have to deal with? Was Trident here, you know, sunning himself? Wasn't as fun. Uh, Thama Church was there. Oh. And Judy's just looking at her hands. And actually, that's where the scene cuts. <laughs> I, at Quince, oh, it goes black. Vanguard is standing in the ruins of the building, and he just pulls out his radio. He's like, Thama Church, report. You just hear a very weak voice and coughing. <laughs> they, uh, they destroyed the armory. It's <clears throat> all gone. <clears throat> I'm sorry, sir. That is highly disappointing to hear. I do realize we actually let other mystics sort of vanish. Yeah, I was just about to, I was just typing that into the chat. What, what happened to her? So, um, yeah, let's, let's, she was my forgotten motorcycle. So let's, let's, let's retcon her. Are you taking, she's, she has not come out of it. We're just carrying her. Okay. And, um, the, the girl who, who took you through the thing, she doesn't seem to have noticed Till you guys get to this apartment, she shows you in the door and then follows you and then double takes, pulls the glasses back down where she'd put them up above her head. Who the fuck is this? Um, Mystic? Rhetorical question. I know who the fuck it is. Yeah, I've been meaning to ask. I've been meaning to ask. Why do we have that? Uh, if we left her in the room with Vanguard, she would have died. And your point is she's an enemy combatant. She's. She was being brainwashed. They're all brainwashed. She, the, the girl is sort of pacing back and forth. She hasn't made any violent moves, but she's doing a, a very lioness pacing. Um, if I might, I wasn't there, so I didn't, wasn't part of this decision, but uh, I imagine if she's uh, being forcibly brainwashed and we interrupted that process, maybe you have a new strike member? Question mark? Ooh, her eyes light up. Anti-brainwashing? Her mind's really messed up right now. We kind of, in the middle of things, uh, there are some half- 
wait, 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 wait. You guys watched the re the reconditioning process. You saw what happened. Can you tell me about it? I want to know what the machine was like. What did it do? How she's just goes off. Phantom smiles. It was big, and I threw Vanguard into it. I could tell you. If you want to know, I can tell you everything. But I have some, and I have some questions of my own about it as well. She's vibrating and she goes over to Phantom who I'm assuming is still off the ground. Yes. Are you visible or invisible? Uh, I'm visible now. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Whatever you want to know, you just gotta tell me. Can you draw the schematics? Yes, of course. Uh Cat is going to take evil Misket, mystic away. So we'll split this and leave Crash talking to uh Phantom and who all who's gonna stay with them. And then we have Cat and Evil Mystic. So if you two are willing to take that, you guys sort of go off to one side um, with with other Mystic. And what about our Mystic? Where is she? How's she reacting to have her other having her other self right here? I mean, I think she's just she's just like curiously watching her. I mean, she just very overwhelmed. She just injured her her grandfather, and she's still. The only, she's only had glimpses of this woman before this, right? She saw her when she ran away from her before. And so now it's like watching yourself on television for the first time, only you weren't actually the person in the video. It's just kind of mesmerizing to see your own face and also know that this is not you at the same time. So if Evil Mystic's still, like, kind of out of it, Kat's going to pull her scarf down and approach Good Mystic. Uh, and she's going to attempt to comfort and support. How? What are you going to say? What are you going to do? I'm just going to say the other me is not immediately in this conversation. She's, like, in the same room, but separated. Yeah, she's like kind of, she's sort of sank down into this this chair and is just kind of, Again, like you like you look when you're coming out of deep anesthesia, just sort of blinking a lot, swallowing, kind of getting herself back onto grounded. You did what you had to do. We didn't even tell you what happened yet. The way you hold yourself at look, but stressful. You need to make your decisions in seconds. Sometimes it always doesn't work out, but you made it through. You did what you had to do. You got out alive. And your friends are okay. These... It makes me feel better. That's not you. Okay, so roll comfort and support for that. Let's see how Kat does. She is not comforting or supporting. I think you, you hit on it at the beginning. Rather than me make a move, uh, Kat didn't see what you did. Kat, I appreciate the sentiment, but you don't actually know what happened. And that person's not me, but it's still a really weird situation that we're in. Lollipop. Cat, <laughs> last four words. Lollipop. Sure. Cat will pull a lollipop out of her pants and give it to you. Meanwhile, on the other side, there's other mystic is just kind of zoned out, um, but she will wake up if you guys want to talk to her. In the other sort of thing, the um, the the girl is getting as much information as Phantom will give her about how this device works. She's writing it down, and then um, eventually. She sort of slow. Oh, yeah. You were gonna ask me some questions. Uh, yes, I'm just so fascinated. It's not 
often that I get to see technology that mirrors another dimension so well without... Oh, shit. Oh. Really? Yeah. This isn't enough. No, no, no. I, I'm... Okay. I'm listening. I'm listening. So I, I've been in this dimension where it's pretty awful there, too. You know, they kind of, like, brainwash all the children to, like, just follow one specific path in their life to be one good at one thing. And they have a, had advice like this where they would, like, people who stepped out of bounds would be reconditioned into, like, following that path. I saved another one of me, Phantom just gestures to themselves, uh, from this. I was able to reverse the process in a way to get that one of myself. She's, again, sort of just, like, beaming. She seems so fascinated by what you're talking about. I'm just curious, like... Oh, my God. Like, do you know anything about, like, how this technology developed? I'd be fascinated to know, like, if maybe it came from, like, the same kind of, like, idea, but, like... I wish. This is one of the most guarded secrets of the Aegis facility. Hmm. Uh, the, the, it's it's one of those things that they lock down. I can't even get in, and I can get into anything. Any, speaking of which, did their their system went down internally. I was going to hack it and get you guys some, some open doors, um, <laughs> but they don't have any more computers there did you blow up all the computers because uh, that kind of stuff i didn't blow them up but i did disable them all she seems torn between that's awesome and oh my god that sucks but um she, she basically what she tells you is that she doesn't she has not been able to get any information on this mind like this reconditioning stuff which is weird because she is a technomancer and can get anything about technology but this has been so well guarded she hasn't had the ability i can give you everything i have i mean i've already been given that's a amazing lot. would you mind giving me something in return of course what do you want uh, do the strike have like any piece of technology they'd be willing to give depart with i would love to have something to help me defend myself sure i don't really do weapons um i hurt myself walking up a curb so i'm not allowed to touch them <laughs> you're not allowed to touch curbs or weapons uh but i can find you something should it shoot things or hit i think there's the shooting class and the hitting class and the stabbing i've played D. which one do you want <laughs> i don't like hurting people yeah. So you don't want a weapon? No. Do you have anything I could use to protect myself with? Like, I def- that I can do. Yes. And she, starts, she like pulls at the fabric. I'm good at bulletproof technology because, like I said, I fall a lot. Yes. Hang on. And, and then she sort of turns. You guys stay here. Uh, I got to go do some stuff. Um, Hex is going to be here before too long. I uh, got to hand this stuff off to her. I'm taking this. She has the the disc, uh, but you guys keep the prototype and just pass it off to Hex when she gets here. And then I assume you're leaving, staying, whatever. It's not my responsibility, and she leaves. Oh yeah, sweet foxes! Did you guys hear that? Foxes? Yeah, sweet fox. Is that not a term you know? Hmm. Uh, cat's uh, gonna look at the. Uh, dimension drifting device and go sit down by Evil Mystic. Got it. So we've got Cat and Evil Mystic, and Cat has the dimension device. So that's, yeah. So Aaron's gonna 
kind of also be over by Eagle Mystic. He just kind of so. Where did you guys take me? What am I doing here? Cat with sugar snorters. Not dying. Honestly, I don't fucking know. I'm just along for the ride right now. You're the group from the other day. We we kind of rescued you. Yes. Yep. We're also the ones that stopped you from all the screaming. Yeah. I'm sorry for hitting you in the head. She's going to stand up and she's going to put her hands out, but nothing's happening. Cat will pull her back down. Uh, we're not looking to fight you there, bud. We, um, pulled you out of a building that was collapsing and, uh, apparently also out from under Vanguard's nose. Wait, you took me from Vanguard? Where is he? Flocked if I know. Not here. Unfortunately alive. He's gonna find us. Yeah, he's not that tough, though. I have to get back to him. No, you don't. Does he have a way to track you? I have to report where your base is to him. No, No, you you don't. don't. Or... And here's a big or, you don't have to. Because like I said, it sounds like you're in kind of a shitty gig right now. I mean, you get brainwashed and treated like shit and by someone who supposedly is doing this for the greater good. And honestly, is it? Because he seems like an asshole. And I feel like you kind of know he's an asshole. You know, you don't have to be what your parents want you to be. Exactly. What am I even hearing right now? You can be your own person. We took you away from the facility. You would have probably died there if we didn't take you. By accident. How did you even get in there? It's so well guarded. We have ways. We're just that good. We walked to our front door. That too. You really need to work on your security. Like, seriously, we walked in using a expired key card. No one gave us a second look. All we needed to do was throw in a little black and look all goth and shit. Now I know what to include in the report, I guess. How did you, how did you take me away? You saw, you fought Vanguard? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. But he's really not that tough, you know. Well, he kind of brought most of the building down, so. It was pretty fun. Oh, wait. How did you defeat him? Well, should we go step by step? I hit him. I just, I, there's a way to fight him. I want to know. Uh, you hit him. A lot. Seems to be that other mystic is actually trying to, without quite revealing it, trying to find his weakness. That's what I'm hearing, too. Um, if she were a player, this is where she'd be rolling some sort of persuady thing. He doesn't really like magic. Yeah, I know about that. That's it. It's his weakness. Yeah, his weakness is magic. Just, you know... Fireball him. Summon up a dagger and shank him. Phantom goes over to uh, the other mystic and, like, takes her hand. I pull my hand out of their hand. You're free now. If you know his weakness, you can work with Strike or whoever to take him down. You don't have to be what they're making you be. You're free. I don't. You don't know what you're talking about. I, I can't just walk away. They have this city on lockdown. They have everyone's families on lockdown. I can't just walk away. And yet we were able to walk in and punch them in the face and give them a black eye and knock down their entire facility on day one. So they're not as invincible as you think they are. And honestly, I'm not worried about a few hits to myself. 
they have my they make it seem like they're unstoppable and invincible they make it seem like there's no hope or any purpose in standing up to them and that it's suicide it's not we just proved it and you don't have to be on their side and besides being a rebel's fucking fun dude as you say that from the doorway as you say that you hear someone call out he's pretty much right it is pretty fucking fun and in the doorway is a woman in a very very tight black leather thing like a onesie thing black leather mask all of you guys recognize her from your dimension as phantom hex who is she's like the femme fatale the very stereotypical femme fatale ninja e um she's the black widow of this universe but you haven't seen anything about her in this she does have um slung over her shoulder what looks to be an ages uniform top and when other mystic sees her she jerks because in this universe phantom hex is an aegis agent but she walks over to you, you all and her attention is completely on the other mystic you could work from the inside out i mean i'm having a lot of fun with it and what you're seeing is one of the most premier aegis heroes suddenly saying she's a rebel you see other mystics face almost go on a, on a non-comical version of a face journey where she goes from the very on-guard face that she had in front of all of you while you're having her pretty tense conversation. And just a look of shock, relief, and then going back to hardening. And she says, I'm listening. I got family too. We all do. But sometimes you have to stand up and it's easier to work from the inside. If you want to, I can help you out with that. We can strike back. He really is a dick. <laughs> he really is a dick and have you seen his jawline no too much fur <laughs> she, uh, she cracks up and double he grew that thing last year i think it was a midlife crisis it's insane isn't it like he has a rat on his shin but i mean of course it looks very very heroic and very upright uh he's really sensitive about that looks stupid oh god don't mention it really yeah just don't say that very loud don't talk about his bald spot either his, his bald, bald spot, spot? Oh, he has a ball spot. <laughs> Other Mystic is just standing there really tense. Now she's got one hand pressed totally against her mouth as she's like listening to this conversation happening about the, this man that who literally ruins her life. And you guys are just joking about him like it's nothing. She's like hasn't ever doesn't really hear people talk about him this way. And she's saying, tell me about how we can do this and keep my family safe at the same time. Not the kind of conversation you have in front of other ears. And Hex looks around. The impression I had was that you had some material for me and that we were going to leave it at that. Yeah, I think it's about time we head home, guys. What do you think? Home? Yeah, home. Well, you guys look like you have some stuff to hash out. The room, this is one of our old safe houses, so it's not connected to any of our networks. She gives, shoots a very sharp look at other mystic. So don't get any ideas about tracking people here. But if you want to stay here, uh, if you do end up wanting to stay, we could always use agents. That's too risky. I can't stay here. Yeah. I mean, your other alternative, you can come with us. I guess you could come with them or, you know, you could do some good in your own mm. dimension. Yeah, what are you talking about? I have so much stuff I need to do here. Exactly. And my Judy is just going to say, come on, guys, leave her alone. Let's get out of here. 
Cat will offer Evil Mystic a little bag of Skittles. So Crash said they she would give me something in return for the information I provided. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for that, by the way. Also, she has not stopped talking about it. She's in my earpiece right now. She pulls the earpiece out and holds it up. And you can hear that girl's voice just like, and it has this and it specs her this. Oh, she's delightful. Seriously, she plugs back in. She's also my niece, just for the record. So we do have family that's involved in things, so I know how it is. But she holds out a black hoodie, carbon nanotubes, uh, bulletproof, well, bullet-resistant, pokey spy, spear, mm. knife, sword, come off. It's it's pretty good. Not great for impact, so don't plan on falling off any buildings um, and let, expect this to save you. But if you get shot at, yes. it should do pretty good for you. It actually even has the little thumb holes cut out so you can stick your thumbs in it. So for the first time, you all watch as Phantom takes off their cloak and sets it down on the ground to put the hoodie on. Well, they also take off the... So this is also the first time any of you would see what the anti-grav pack looks like, which is like this whole, like... What's the word I'm looking for? It's like this whole, like, silver device attached to their back, and it's kind of like a little circle, like, on the top of it, and then it kind of, like, becomes, like, a little more, like, triangular towards the bottom. And they also take off it. So they float down, take it off, put the hoodie on, put the device back on, and then put the cloak back on. Well, this is the first time you probably would have seen Phantom without their cloak, so you can see all their scrawny limbs. And they definitely have, from, they have freckles on their face, they also have freckles all over their shoulders. Uh, the Hex hands that off and then turns back to other Mystic. So if you want to come with me, maybe we can have a sit down and talk. Yeah. If you decide you want to leave, you're, you're free to, we'll, we'll get you someplace to go. Uh, obviously, we're not going to show you where we're at, but you, you will be free to leave. We don't keep people hostage. Okay, let's talk. Okay. And she uh, leads other Mystic out of the, the other room and leaves you guys alone in there. As she's leaving, we're just going to go, hey, you're making the right call. Make a difference. Yeah. So I think, like, as they're going to leave, um, Junie, who is just like, you know, she's off in the corner, just like looking on the ground, listening. Uh, he's just, wait, when. There's something I have to tell you. Uh, Other Mystic turns around and it, her face is still pretty set. Um, but there's that that look that you know you get when you're kind of like thinking about things. So on the mission that we were on, I had to get some stuff, but that doesn't matter. What, what matters is that Thaumaturge tried to talk to me. And um, he... Basically, what happened is he lost his hand in a magical explosion. That was my fault. Her face collapses a little bit and then hardens. Soldiers take injuries in the line of battle. Yeah, and and then he he made a bigger explosion, and in reaction to it, I just reflected that explosion back, and I don't know what happened to him. Again, her face shows fear and, and, and sadness. Yeah. Um... But it's from from hearing you talk here, maybe you know something about this, but he also mentioned something to me about taking down Vanguard. I don't know if he's talked to you about it. Both uh, uh, Mystic and Phantom Hex are looking at you like, whoa, that's... Yeah, he was talking a lot of join me and together we could end this destructive conflict kind of shit. 
are we sure they don't have Star Wars here? That's that's good to know. Yeah, I, I don't know what it meant if he was just trying to convince I I'm I don't know him pers I don't know his personality very well. I don't know if he was just trying to say whatever he could say to to get me to let my guard down. No. He doesn't lie. He never lies. He's the only parent I have and he doesn't lie. Then you got a shot. Maybe you can maybe you can find something if you follow this course that you've started. I'll think about it. Yeah, of course. And she she seems very off put by looking at herself and she sort of turns to to Hex. Can we go now? This is just too much for me today. Then they get outside, which leaves the four the five of you guys in a very dark place. <sighs> so, let's Get back to my version of San Paseo, order several large pizzas, and crash for several hours, if not several days. I'm not staying. I'm not going to stay in your dimension. If you want to go back, that's fine, but then give me the device. What are you planning on doing, then? What I've always done. Travel. See the dimensions out there. I don't stay in places. But why? Why not stay out longer? Because it's boring. Aren't you bored? There's so Panda, we have a problem. Wait, what's the problem? This was put together by a kindergartner. Oh. And badly. <sighs> like, seriously, I've been looking at this while also, like, doing monosyllable grunts for Evil Mystic and... Can we stop calling Look, her I made evil? a better version of this when I was six. Oh, fine, I'll I'll stay with the rest of you until we can make a better device. No, but seriously, look at this. Like, uh, yes, it's it's awful. The guy's supposed to be smart, right? Yes, I mean, I this is so phantom. This is one of the few places that you're not as familiar. You know how traveling devices work, but this is one that you never used because you use generally more sophisticated technology. So looking at this, you're kind of like, it's a thing. It does a thing. I could probably figure out with time. All right. All right. I'll stay in your dimension for longer to figure out a way. God, this is just so basic. Okay, we can only go forward. What, what does that mean? Oh. What do you mean by forward? Which, which way is forward? Which way is back? Okay, so, okay, now, again, I'm using the term forward very loosely. It's not actually, we're not actually going forward. We're, it's like, really, we're jumping in probability. Uh-huh. So we have to keep jumping until we find our way to our place. <laughs> no, no, it can, it can go, I think it can go back, but it's not like, it's, okay, look, this is a, this is a shit device, all right? Like, you know, I'm, I'm used to things that like can much more features, but this only like jumps as like forward and like maybe backwards in probability. So like here, let me uh let me get a piece of paper. <laughs> you do you think they're on this? Or oh, I got a marker. I'll just draw on the wall. How complicated are you going to be doing this? Before you go too far, are you just trying to tell us that we can't go home yet? Look, okay. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Anyway, so she goes up to one of the walls. See, uh, I draw a line here. So, like, this straight line, that's that's where you come from. It's what we call prime. It's where the wormhole generation devices all sort of, like, that's their baseline, of which, like, 
travel up and down sideways in probability, right? And then where should there like line like just very just a touch above the baseline? That's where we are. Like this can only jump us within like a very small amount of probability. So like fascist hell is not that far from prime. Now this device is very very simple. It jumps us up a little bit in probability or it can navigate its way back a little bit in probability, utilizing like little small little jumps here and there. Mostly done in sequence, we won't really notice, but like basically little, little, little blips as we jump back through probability. Now, it looks like the backwards function is broken, or at least, you know, been disabled, or something's wrong with it, I need to take a longer look at it. But next, we need to... We need to get out of this dimension, just jump forward to like the next most probable dimension from here. Now, I mean, again, most probable is also kind of like iffy because like these things sort of like move around. So, so let me get this straight. We're going to be doing quantum leap here. It sounds more like sliders, if I'm honest. Quantum leap. I, I mean, quantums, you all say a lot of names I don't understand. I recognize the words you just said, but not in the context you said them. No. Quinn, <sighs> seriously, we, we have to have a movie night and a TV night and a whole lot of nights with these people. So it's like, give me a little bit. I can like tinker it. Now, do we want to appear in this apartment in the next most probable dimension or do we want to find a better place? Because we don't actually move in space. We will occupy the same space and time as we are currently. I don't think we should jump here. What if it's just dirt wherever we're going? Actually, if we're jumping up to the next most probable dimension, we probably have something similar to what we're standing in right now. Maybe it's like D&D &D where you get to the next legal square. Is that how that works? You play D&D, &D, Quint? I don't understand what you're talking about. Never mind. D&D. <sighs> All right, that's another thing we need to do when we get back clearly. Now, this does mean we could materialize somewhere we don't want to be, like, you know, in the middle of someone's apartment or root cellar or something awkward. People get very upset if you appear inside their homes. Yes. How do you avoid that? Well, sometimes you can't avoid it. You use a better device? Uh, yes, a better device. Sometimes you can't really avoid it if you're, like, going real fast and you're just kind of like... Look, this is a pretty basic device, so all it's linked to... Uh, transport you along the same spatial and time dimensions as you jump over in probability. So like where you're standing and the time you're currently at, you will then appear. There's a thud. We should just go. There is a thud and the, and the room shakes. And there is another one. Let's go. Let's. And then you just hear a distant voice just... I can hear you. Cat, do it now. I thought I'd find okay, you again. Well, hang on a moment. Hang on. Hang on. I'm explaining something here, asshole. Cat, so just like, do... Let's take a pause. We'll go do the punch. I'm putting up uh, the... I'm putting up a moat. Just push the button. Push the button. That's it. Phantom takes his advice and pushes it. Perfect. So Vanguard's fist appears through the roof. June, uh, Mystic has that dome of power she's done around you guys before, and the dirt is clunking off that. He falls in actually on top of your oh. bubble of protection <laughs> in the three-point hero He stance. rears his fist back. He's about to just punch through it. Uh, feedback is flipping him off. 
you can see straight up he does have a very terrible beard it's like a red on his chin um and then everything goes black like what happened before everything goes black then everything goes white there's a sound effect that we have somewhere in there and when everything gets bright again this time you (laughs) this time when you wake up you are you come bright again you're not laying all flat it didn't knock you out because you didn't get hit by a higher dimensional explosion this time all of you are standing together in what seems to be some sort of pit or raider looking up into uh rancho paseo but again a different rancho paseo this one is bright and neon there are screens every you can see from where you're standing on the street you can see 10 different screens showing 10 different advertisements flashing lights it's very it's like being in a casino i'm not a fan of this are we in blade runner because i feel like we're in blade runner i like this oh no it's one of these ones oh come on it could be fun and as you say it could be fun suddenly whooshing in from overhead there are five whooshing sounds five different people stand or or array themselves in a sort of display in front of you very power rangers when they're doing the posing are they color-coded they are all color-coded they are all wearing a different dominant color and oh boy the the aesthetic has been described as aristocratic anime super utna they all hit a pose uh after a beat someone stepped the the lead person steps forward and shouts in a beautiful carrying trained voice look up your eternal defenders will save the day Uh, oh dear god are we facing off with the ginyu force Uh, we're in a bad place (laughs) that's where we'll start next session Thanks for listening. In this timeline, Junie, Mystic Haraway, the Nova, is played by Siobhan. She can be found on Twitter at at SpellboundMage. Quintessential Hero, the Delinquent, is played by Eric, who is also our fearless editor. He can be found on Twitter as at PrimeFactorX01, or as the voice of Silk the Fae in the Shadows of Saint Fleur podcast. Phantom, the Nomad, is played by Charlie. So you can be found on Twitter as at Magical underscore Pride or on Sir Podcast as at Pre-Pod Engage. Catherine Cat Selene II, the Scion, is played by Allison. Aaron Feedback Riley, the Reformed, is played by Tom. He can be found on Twitter as at Albion Graves or on his podcast as at GMM Cast. Rainy Wood Rose Sunrise, the star, is played by M. He can be found on Twitter as at Mech. And I'm Lee, your narrator and dimensional tour guide. I can be found on Twitter as at The Law of Names. Otherware is produced by Law of Names Games. Our other projects can be found at lawofnames.com. It's played in Masks, A New Generation by Brendan Conway from Magpie Games at Magpie Official on Twitter. Our theme music is composed by Michael Freitag on Twitter as at Admiral Amara. The actions and opinions presented here belong to the individuals from this dimension only and are not representative of any other selves known or unknown. Otherware is not responsible for any side effect drifting produced by listening to this podcast. Next time on Otherware. You just went knocked out of the sky. How is it not that bad? A building fell on him, Quint. We're going for ragtag. I think the probability of them being okay is pretty low. No, that wouldn't make any aesthetic sense at all. It's a wonderful name. Quint, your name is fine. I don't know how much you guys know about me, but, um... A lot. I've watched you. Yeah, that's not creepy. So, uh, are you, like, filmed all the time? Is this part of the show, Rain? Oh, shit, that was on the cute bad guy list? Hell yeah. So, like, an alternate universe type thing? That sounds really expensive. <laughs>